Hey, this is Chance, and I just want to tell you all about Progress Podcast that Margarita and I are working on, uh, where we get people to tell their stories about their struggles, and uh, it's, it, it gets pretty in-depth, and people are sharing things that they've never shared before, and the whole goal of it is that uh, somebody out there going through the same thing, or maybe just who can relate, who can understand, or who can apply it to their own situation we'll be able to make some progress. Uh, we're stoked about it. We're really excited. Um, so whenever that comes out, just keep your eyes peeled. Progress is going to be a cool thing and it's going to be way better than this stupid ass podcast. So thank you for listening and look forward to progress. Here we go. I'm starting the podcast. It's official. This is podcast idea 13. And we've got Travis Davis on. Travis, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, man, I'm freaking fantastic. Uh, I'm glad we actually woke up this morning. Uh, it, it's been a difficult yeah. uh, time of waking up, but we both have coffee and we're doing all right. Yes. Yeah, yes. dude. God bless coffee. No doubt, man. Uh, it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so Travis is actually in Nashville. I'm in Dallas. Luckily, Travis is uh, pretty cool, and he has his own recording setup. So this is probably going to be the best-sounding episode of Podcast Idea 13 ever. <laughs> it's going to sound like a real <laughs> podcast, actually, <laughs> instead of... Oh, man, I hope I follow through. <laughs> oh, no. No, trust me. The bar is so, so low. Like, you can't you can't mess up. <laughs> okay, You're, You could turn your voice into an alien voice somehow, like, and, and not be able to turn it off, and it probably still sound better than the other episodes but okay let me do that give me two seconds uh, so yeah we're not we're not audiophiles up in this place so you know whatevs but anyway travis and i um so he actually was on uh you know, progress podcast we're recording. Um, so if you've listened to this podcast, then, you know, we're working on another podcast called progress. Um, Travis recorded an episode for us. I'm super stoked. You'll hear it in like a million years when I finish it. But, um, we got super excited on the, when we were recording the podcast, uh, because we both just got stoked talking about emotions and emotional intelligence and like being in touch with your feelings. And, uh, I thought, you know what, man, this is a good topic for podcast idea 13. Don't you think? Awesome. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah sure. Whatever. You're stuff, like, so. I've never listened to podcast idea 13. So it's probably perfect topic. <laughs> no, like as, as soon as you texted me the other day about this idea, I thought it was great. Cause I, I find it really fascinating on how the human brain works and, um, navigating emotions, you know, and yeah. the conversation we had for the progress podcast, I think definitely opened a door for us to talk about this today. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. So I think just as a general disclaimer to anybody listening, there's probably like 12 people out there. Um, we are not psychologists or dang old brain scientists or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we are just chit chatting. Please don't take our advice and apply it to your life. Unless you think it works for you. We're not professionals. Yes. That's a disclaimer. Uh, I don't know if I'm professional at anything. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, with that said, uh, emotional intelligence. So I think what we got super stoked about the other day 
was we were talking about how, I mean, the main, the main point that I stuck on at least was how it's, it's like manly to not be in touch with your emotions or to ignore them or to like not be sad or not be upset or afraid or whatever. And I just think that's bullshit. And I think it's stupid. And it's kind of like <laughs> the opposite of emotional intelligence, which I assume would be emotional ignorance or something. Um, but, sure. uh, that's what got me fired up the other day. And I was like, you know what? Let's come back to this. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, what are what, emotional intelligence? Let me just read this definition real quick. Cause I actually, I have, I have it here. Uh, this is probably the most research I've ever done for podcast idea 13 episode. Uh, I actually Googled emotional intelligence and read the first thing that came up. So, um, anyway, the definition is the capacity to be aware of control and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Um, which does sound not manly at all. The more I read it, (laughs) (laughs) I've been conditioned. Um, (laughs) but, uh, it's, you know, what's funny is like the thing that sounds the least manly is empathetically. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh yeah. You know, like why is it not manly to be empathetic or whatever? Um, right. But, uh, yeah, so that's the definition of emotional intelligence. That's kind of what we're talking about. And I think the main thing that grinds my gears is just people like, thinking it's good to not recognize these things because it's like a, this is like yeah. a big part of who you are as a person. It just sounds, you know, and it sounds absurd to me to, to not focus on it and more so to like be purposefully ignorant about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the floor for a second. I can be chit chatty. Same. Uh Oh uh, yeah. I, I thought I thought the uh, the term emotional intelligence was interesting when you sent that to me. Um, another synonym would be like self-awareness, but even further than that, like self-control and those different things. But the I do agree with you. I think that um, at least at least young men are are like in the society that we're in are raised to, you know, suck it up, don't be a crybaby, uh, you know, just deal with it, shove it under the rug and move on, which to some extent, you know, getting past an emotion is good, but I think to cover up how you're feeling because it's, um, effeminate or it's, it shows weakness or whatever the case may be, I think is actually toxic and unhealthy. Um, especially when it comes to things like, you know, feeling emotional pain or feeling hurt by something there's a lot of different examples that we could use but yeah i do agree with you i think that it's i i think not only is it um is it not good to or is it is it considered manly to cover that stuff up uh, or masculine but i i think it's even further than that i think it's toxic and i think it's unhealthy in the long run yeah uh, to not deal with those things and then they they, you know, you bottle them up and then at some point it's going to tip over and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> right. You're just not dealing with it. And I think like what I said the other right. day is that kind of stuck with me is that if you're 
like ignoring these things and you're pushing them under, like you're not being manly, you're being lazy. And I think like Mm -hmm. that, that if you want to look at like manly traits of like being a protector, uh, you know, being a provider, uh, being someone that confronts issues, I think is probably like a manly thing, you know, like, a like I would say like warriors confront issues, leaders, things like that. Right. So it's kind of ironic right. because it's like that that's the complete opposite of confronting the issue. It's just mm-hmm. like shoving it under and not doing anything about it, which is just super lazy and just kind of like it, it kind of goes against those manly values in a way too, you know, like uh, those perceived manly yeah. values or whatever. So I think it's really ironic um, that it's, it's just like the value of um, the emotional intelligence is not recognized, you know? Um, I feel like maybe it's, maybe it's just me because I've been learning a lot more about emotional intelligence recently because of my wife, because she's a lot more emotionally intelligent than I am. And I've been learning to be more emotionally intelligent so that I can be a better husband for my wife. And Mm. I've, I don't know, and this is like one of the good things about marriage. I don't know if I would have gotten here on my own, you know, like, uh, so I don't, I don't know if I would have, I mean, I've been married for six years. I've been with my wife for like 10 years and it's taken this long for me to realize that like, I am not emotionally intelligent. I always thought I was. Um, so like admittedly, like this is something I'm working on. I'm not like, uh, you know, I'm not a saint or an example or anything. Um, yeah. But, uh, like for me, I'm like being where I am now and thinking like, man, it took me so long to get here to open my mind to this and to be able to like recognize the importance of it. Like I, right. I, it, it concerns me for those that don't have someone to push them in that direction or something. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I, it just feels like comp- undervalued generally societally and, if if nobody's really pushing you to do this, it's it's kind of a complex thing, right. you know, and you're probably not not really going to do it unless unless you start seeing things and start making changes. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you how how do you feel about like how in touch with your emotional intelligence you are? If that makes sense. Well, I, I wanted to add to it's not that it's not just men and manliness that is involved with this i um you know i've known women who've who've been the same way where they don't let emotions get involved with the majority of their life and rather they look at it uh for what it is and not the way that they feel about things or try to be tough and just move on push past things so i I think everyone definitely deals with this i think that goes without say but um to uh to give you an example like um you know like i i know people right now who are almost afraid to deal with their emotions um and it's not just a you know don't be a baby deal with it be strong you know put on put on the facade that you are strong and don't deal with um weakness but uh i think there's also a lot of fear for some people who deal with that too oh, yeah. um the fear of 
letting emotion out, the fear of dealing with problems and expecting them to just kind of go away over time. Yeah. Uh, and even that has its own toxicity, you know, in the long run with relationships or personally. Um, but I, I completely agree with you is that you can see a therapist, you can have people in your family and in your life tell you like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we're noticing in you. But really, ultimately, you've got to make the decision to recognize those things and to to not only tackle them, but even just accept that you are feeling the way that you're feeling. Uh, and ultimately, like, I don't know. I feel like when people, including myself, don't accept how they are feeling, then whatever that emotion is just kind of rules their life until they are willing to accept it. Hmm. Um, and they're, they're just kind of at the mercy of that or at the mercy of them trying to cover that up and not dealing with it. And ultimately you're not, I, I don't think that you are fine doing that. I think that it comes out in a lot of different ways and in the way that you see things or say things I'm thinking of, um, I'm thinking of it more negatively than anything, but sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like when say I'm depressed, if I don't, if I don't even admit to myself that I am depressed and I just say, no, nah, I'm, uh, no, just, you know, cover it up. Somebody's coming over or, uh, I've got too much time or I've got too much stuff to deal with to, to be depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm not weak. Yeah. But I think, I think it comes out in ways that we don't even recognize, um, you know, via conversations or, uh, our motivation or whatever, you know, using depression as the example. Yeah. I really, it just, really it just comes down to if you don't deal with it, it is going to come out in ways you're not completely covering it up. It's, it, it, it's going to manifest in a lot right, of other things. Right. It's like you're, it's like you're putting, putting it in a cage, you know, it's like, and you just keep adding to it or something. And then eventually yeah. it, you, you will see like overflow in some areas. That's a terrible analogy, but, um, yeah, like I, I get, yeah, 100%. Because, like, the, like, from this definition, emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions. Like, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're not becoming aware of, controlling, or exp- like knowing, like, and knowing how you're expressing it, then it's still going to be happening. You're just not going to be the one maintaining it. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that was me all last year, 2018. 2018 was a shit show and I hated it. And I was depressed mm-hmm. and I, you know, uh, I never thought I would be depressed. I never thought I would be someone who would be in that mental state. And for me, it never even, uh, I just thought, oh no, that's not me, you know? Um, and yeah. I, I would say I learned, I learned so much about myself last year and so far, like this first half of this year, probably more than I've learned about myself in like the past 10 years, um, because I've been really trying to dig into this and, uh, kind of figure out why I am the way I am. Um, and it's dude, it's been so crucial because I, I think to myself, like I, you know, I used to do so much. I used to do other things to better myself. I'd keep myself busy, I'd save money, you know, I do all these other typical things that people do to better their situation. And the whole time I was ignoring like my personal like health, like my mental health kind of, um, yeah. And especially in the emotional, uh, 
sector of it. Like I, I was all over the place. Um, and it, it's, it's almost like I, I was like hormonal or something, you know, like, and it's just cause I had no, sure. um, I was, I was not emotionally intelligent, I guess. Uh, but you know what? You got me thinking too. Cause we kind of, at, at the beginning of this, we definitely like, we're like, man, this manly thing is really just like annoying. Right. Like this whole manly thing. Right. And then, you know, you brought it back and said, yeah, it's not really just men, which is good. Cause it's not, you know, but it, it got me thinking like, the manly thing is maybe not so much a manly thing as it is a power thing or as it is like, yes. a, like f- trying to feel like you're in control um, and yeah. and be the, the leader of your life or whatever you're doing. You know, it, it, right. it's more of a dominance and a power thing than it is necessarily manly. I think it's just that manly gets associated with power and dominance more so. Um, but man, what a, yeah. what an interesting what an interesting thing. Uh, like I said, we're not, we're not, uh, doc. What did I say? Brain doctors. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I hope like this gets people thinking about it at least because it has been yeah. such a good thing for me to think about, especially for my wife. Like I can't stress that enough because my wife is way more in tune with her emotions and like, validating her emotions and saying like, I'm not wrong for having these feelings. And like, it took me so long to feel remotely similar. And I'm still, like I said, I'm still working on it. Um, but yeah, like it, it's a big deal to me and I can't believe like I'm 27. I can't believe this never really cropped up, uh, until I was 27. And I'm like, man, uh, there's so many things like yeah. this. I'm like, I, m- more people need to know what's going on with this so that they don't hit this when they're 35, 46, you know, like whatever, right. you know, like, or maybe never, God forbid, never, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so I hope if you're listening to this, um, and you're an emotionally ignorant piece of crap, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I hope, <laughs> I hope at least you think about, uh, you know, what emotional intelligence means to you. Maybe think about it. I know it doesn't sound cool. It sounds pretty hippie to be honest, you know, right. but, uh, yeah, man, do you have any, any, any closing remarks you'd like to say or any, well, anything else uh, that was on your mind? Yeah. To add to what you said, just, just now it, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like I know people in their fifties who are still, who are still not even in the pursuit of um, letting out how they feel about things. Sure. And, you know, and, and I understand that, you know, like, they, because, they raised because who I know it, I it's think, too, you know, like it's yes, different, different yes. generations, different times, different philosophies. Like, yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole alpha, the whole alpha male, alpha female mindset. I get it. Like some people are born with that mindset where they're leaders, they lead the pack, they go in and they do, everything and they're the strong one but i think that there has to be a balance and like for myself my biggest thing is overthinking and feeling like i'm burdening people Hmm. and to be even more honest with you like uh two things i'm i've gotten to the point now where i'm not just overthinking i am i'm now able to pinpoint when i am overthinking something yeah and 
it it takes a lot of time and a lot of practice and repetition to get to that point where you can identify different red flags and different markers that say, oh, wait, I've been here before. Mm -hmm. I know what this feels like. Um, but two, even the burdening thing or feel like you're you're just taxing on somebody else. Even during this podcast, there have been moments where I'll be talking and thinking, gosh, I bet the person driving in their car is like, okay, dude, get to the point. <laughs> and like, e even understanding that that's how I operate at times helps me step back and say, maybe they're not thinking that way. Maybe it's just me looking at myself, cutting myself down. Um, that's, you know, that's just one example. But the point is to, if you're, especially if it's a negative feeling, which I think most of this kind of comes back to, um, whenever you're feeling a certain way, whether it's uh, anxious or jealous or angry or scared or whatever the case may be, is to actually sit down and think, or first accept you're feeling that way. And it, it sounds crazy, but even telling yourself, okay, I am feeling anxious i am feeling depressed mm -hmm. i am overthinking and then from there tackle like what am i overthinking why am i anxious what is making me feel this way and the more that you do that the more of an instinct that becomes mm -hmm. um i could talk on this for days yeah. but well it's just it's good i, for I, I pack you. that in a nutshell you know the, like it's good for yeah. you to understand you like it's that's the bottom line i think um yeah it's and, I mean, if you don't know even, why you're doing it, what you're doing, which I think a lot of people are in that boat. I mean, even you could be probably the most emotionally intelligent person ever and still not know why you're doing something. That's just like human nature. But the more you know, like the more you can understand yourself, like the better off you're going to be and you're going to know how to deal with yourself, which I think is right. so crucial how to deal with yourself. Um, right. It's and it's hard <laughs> it's you think like oh i know me no you don't you know like yeah you're you're a complicated ass person people are all complicated there's weird shit going on in that right. brain you know like it's yeah it's not a simple thing but the better you can understand yourself the better you can like apply yourself and then also the better you can relate with other people and then you know if you can go right. even farther than that and try to understand other people which comes to the handling interpersonal relationships with uh empathy like that yeah. that's you know that's going to be the next level i guess you know what i'm saying like you're you're going to improve all your relationships with everybody yes you know yes and i think i i, I think my final thought on that would be like i'm not saying be a crybaby no, or yeah, yeah. I'm not, or, 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 or to tackle the issue right as it happens, because for some people they can't, Yeah, you know, I think of like, uh, men and women in the military, men and women, firefighters, police, men and women, sure. whatever traumatic experiences and where, and yeah, yeah, well, not only that, but you can't like, like there are instances where you can't let emotion get in the way sure, right because then you're, and there. you're in the middle and of that's something. totally, ex yeah, yes. But, but I think that it is. It, it's really important for your psyche and the longevity of your mental and emotional health to deal with it at some point. You gotta acknowledge it. Um, yeah. It's, I don't, yes. there's probably no so, one correct way for everybody to do this. You know, like right. it's going to be yeah. however is best for you, but like acknowledgement is going to be the main thing, right? 
I would think at least. I mean, again, ain't no brain doctor, ain't no brain scientist, but uh, you know, (laughs) um, yeah, man. But I I've enjoyed this conversation, and I hope uh, I hope other people have enjoyed it. Hope they get something out of it, and you know, maybe maybe they'll be slightly more emotionally intelligent, or they'll just call us snowflakes and say we're stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Either way is fine. Who knows? To each his own. Yeah. To each his own. Maybe we are stupid so. snowflakes. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I need a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Travis, you're so offensive. Um, oh, oh, man, I could talk on that for hours. Oh, jeez. But we won't go there. <laughs> um, well, we usually end the thing with an inspirational quote. Uh, I feel like you might have an inspirational quote just off the top of your head. You seem like that kind of guy. Am I right? Oh, uh, sure. I like inspirational quotes. What do you, do you have anything? Um, Does anything come to mind? I'm putting you on the spot uh, super majorly. Well, I have this tattooed on my arm and hand and it's looking right at me. So I'll use this one, which is, I think it's great. Do it. Uh, it's, uh, John Foreman of Switchfoot said, life is short, live it well. And I feel like that can encompass a lot of different things. But in the end, like, we are not promised another second. And so life is short, live it well, live it to the fullest. That's what I've got. Good stuff, man. Thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. The pleasure's all mine.